This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. I hope you're doing so great today. We have got a how-to episode today, and I feel like we haven't done one of these in a little while. And today we're talking about how to clean out your closet, how to consciously declutter your clothing. This episode has kind of been a long time in the making. I really started taking a lot of these tips that I'm going to share today to heart after reading The Conscious Closet by Elizabeth Klein. And that was actually a book club episode, and I can link that in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to our entire review of that book. I read it with my friend Moji. And around the time of that book club episode of Reading the Conscious Closet, my friend Megan McSherry of Activism, who's also been on the show before, put out a really awesome comprehensive ebook around conscious clothing and building a really conscious wardrobe. And so I've been collecting these tips myself. Today's episode is kind of a compilation of all of these things I've learned from different sources but also through experience. I've been going through this phase where I'm just heavily decluttering and going through my stuff and just really trying to figure out what aligns with me, why I'm holding on to certain things and what I want my consumption to look like. And it's interesting because while I hold these tips in really high regard, until you're really consciously thinking about a closet clean out or building a wardrobe or what is your personal style, it's kind of hard to act on these things with clarity. So I hope today's episode serves as a guide for all of us to think about not just a closet clean out, but just what we want our wardrobes to look like moving forward, minimizing consumption, really being smart when we see those emails of new arrivals from Revolve, and just thinking a little bit more deeply about what we want our purchases and what we want our spending to reflect. I do have one housekeeping update. Last week, we put out a book club. We read Poisoned City on the Flint Water Crisis with my friend India, and I owe you a book for next month. We will be reading What Climate Justice Means and Why We Should Care by Elizabeth Cripps. I will also go ahead and put this in the show notes, and I'll share it on social, and I'm looking forward to reading that with you. It's a book that's been really highly recommended, and I've been looking forward to reading it. The episode recapping that book club pick will come out towards the end of August. With that, let's get into today's topic of the conscious closet clean out. If you like this episode, share it on your Instagram story, tag me at EcoChic Podcast. All of my links are always in the show notes. Share with a friend, share it in the group chat. And also while you're around, make sure that you are subscribed to the show wherever you're listening, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening. Just make sure that you're subscribed. Always good to double check because you never want to be missing an episode. 
Now, I encourage us to start the closet clean out, actually not in the closet, at a really high level. Ask yourself, what do you wear the most? What's your favorite work shirt? What do you wear on a Saturday, just bopping around your city? What's your go-to first date outfit? What are you wearing when you have your girlfriends over to watch The Bachelorette? Think really clearly about the pieces that you gravitate towards, the pieces that you are more likely to invest in, the pieces that make you feel comfortable. And let's see if there's any similarities between these pieces. Do they have similar necklines, similar lengths of their skirts, or do you only really like wearing pants? Is there a fabric that you really like, linen versus cotton? This is an exercise that you can repeat throughout the seasons, which is really helpful because it makes sure that you are actively keeping up with not just yourself and with your closet, but you're just really staying in tune. It's kind of frustrating to think of a closet clean out as an ongoing process rather than something you do once and then you're done for the year or for the next two years, dare we say. But if you are consciously thinking about what am I gravitating towards? What do I actually like? It helps a lot when you're purchasing. Like once I realized I was a square neck top kind of girl, I really stopped trying to talk myself into boat neck tops or those little tie neck tops because A, I don't feel like they're super flattering on me, even if it's a trendy print or a trendy fabric or a fabric that I really like, even if it's not trendy. And if they're not really flattering, if I'm not really gravitating towards those kinds of pieces, whether it's a trendy fabric or just a fabric that I like, I'm not going to gravitate towards that piece. I'm not gonna pick it. I know that there's no reason for me to spend money on something with the hopes that I will come up with an outfit that I'm inspired to wear it. So I like to stick to my square neck top thing when possible. The same thing goes with prints. When you're thinking about what you're most comfortable in, are you someone who likes to wear solids, who likes to wear prints, who likes to wear neutrals or neons? How do you feel best represented by your clothing? After you've had this bird's eye view of what you actually wear the most, here's the intensive part, step two to this I'll say, is standing at your closet and actually trying everything on. I know this sounds super annoying, super time consuming, but you can split this into multiple days. Like I said earlier, you can do this around seasons. Yes, maybe you love a cocktail dress that you have from college and you might wear it again. You think it's really cute, but try it on. Does it fit? Do you like the way it fits? Do you like the way it's falling on your body? This is especially helpful for times when we feel like we can just wear something we already own, depend on our closet, which is extremely admirable. But if you haven't tried something on in a while and you're not sure how it fits, you don't know if you like the cut of it anymore, this puts you in a sticky situation when you were planning on wearing something you already had and now you don't really like it. I went through this recently. I was attending a bridal luncheon for a girlfriend. I was really excited to wear something that I had not worn in a while. And then when I pulled it out of my closet, I realized I hated the way it felt. It was a length of dress that I don't really feel is super flattering on me at this point in my life. It was a neckline I really liked and the fabric just didn't look that great anymore. And I was depending on wearing something I already owned. Very thankfully, there were other things that I could circulate through and I did ultimately wear something from my closet. But had I not gone through this closet clean out process earlier of genuinely trying everything on and forcing myself to say, do I like the way this fits? I would not have had that experience. Let's say you go through this with a pair of pants. Do I like the way these pants fit on my body? Are they too long? Are they too tight? Do you wanna sit down in them? Would you wear them to a dinner? Really force yourself to 
Be critical about the clothes that you are keeping and choosing to hold onto. This is also a really important time for you to keep an eye out for things that you could potentially tailor. You don't necessarily have to get rid of things just because they don't fit well. Maybe the straps are too long, or again, those pants, maybe the pants are just a little bit too long. There are options, and if you genuinely like a piece and you just feel like it needs to be tweaked a little bit, there's some wiggle room. Think about tailoring. For whatever reason, before maybe a year ago, I always assumed tailoring was a really fancy thing to do that I could only do with bridesmaids dresses. But now that I've gotten into the habit of going to a tailor in my neighborhood when I find something in my closet I really like, and again, the straps are too long or the pants are too long, or maybe the waist just needs to be pulled in a little bit, that has really opened up the potential for valuing my closet and loving the clothes that I already own. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is also a really good time for our next step to think back to what are those favorite outfits we identified earlier and ask yourself, are you keeping something just because it fits, not necessarily because you like it? Are you keeping something just because you may possibly wear it someday? Where are you wearing it? How are you styling it? Really force yourself to think critically about the outfits, not just the individual pieces that you like and you're holding on to. What does your closet work like holistically? And when you are thinking this critically and you're starting to think about stuff that you don't want to hold on to anymore, you have got to let go of this idea of wasting money. Stop thinking about the cost of clothing or what you spent on something and you never wore it. Just because you spent that $15 on a skirt at TJ Maxx and you feel bad that you've never worn it, that doesn't mean you're going to wear it. That $15 doesn't continue to exist in your closet. You're not losing money by getting rid of that skirt. You lost the money a long time ago. It's time to think more broadly about items and not just about the financial aspect of what you already spent and what you're getting rid of. And similarly, if you can, stop attaching emotional value to things. Are you holding on to something that doesn't fit well just because one time you had a really great birthday party in that outfit? If there's a negative association, that's an easy opportunity for you to get rid of something But if you know you're not gonna wear it, you're just holding on to it because it holds a really good feeling to you. Sometimes it's worth it, but a lot of times you gotta let go of that and just get rid of the thing. If it is a really sentimental item, store it properly. Don't just leave it up in your closet. You're never gonna wear it and you're just holding on to it for emotional value. The only example I can think of for something that's super sentimental and needing to be stored properly is maybe like a wedding dress or a really nice coat that someone gave you once for whatever reason things that you love and you know you will hold on to no matter what, but you're not using every day. Just make sure that you're taking care of those things. And once you've done the full clean out, you've tried everything on, you're thinking about your personal style, 
it's finally time to do the donation or the resell or the giving to friends. And here is my last big tip for this section of your closet clean out. Do not donate clothes you wouldn't thrift. No one wants your trash. Recycle it if you can. There are a lot of textile recycling options online or in person, and we can do some research on that. But don't just pass along the burden of your clothing. If it is in poor condition and you don't want it, no one else wants it. Quick break, I'd like to tell you about one of our sponsors, Oregon State University eCampus. With sustainability at the heart of its mission, Oregon State strives to create healthier people and a healthier planet. It's the same calling that drives Myra Radinsky, a current OSU eCampus student. She's survived hurricanes, Arctic storms, and the devastation they left behind. Now she's making a difference in her community in real time, all while pursuing a natural resources bachelor degree online. Myra's Oregon State coursework provides the knowledge she needs to create an ecological restoration plan for her neighborhood with a long-term goal of enhancing the viability of the area's seasonal creek. You can gain the same hands-on learning experiences as Myra by enrolling in one of Oregon State's online programs in the field of conservation and natural sciences. OSU eCampus is consistently ranked one of the nation's 10 best providers for online education, and all online programs are developed by the same expert Oregon State faculty who teach on campus. Learn more about how you can make your mark at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash ecochic. Again, that's ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash ecochic. Now that you've cleaned out your closet, let's talk about maintaining that closet clean out. Now, maintaining that fabulous wardrobe that you have curated for yourself, things that you love, things that fit well, things that you are actually gravitating towards. When you're thinking about making a new purchase, buy what you love. Find that signature neckline like I was talking earlier. Are you a square neck girl or a boat neck girl? Find those colors that you're gravitating towards. If you know you mostly wear solids, blacks, and whites, Are you just pushing yourself by buying that neon green bag or are you genuinely going to wear it? Figure out what works best with your favorite activities. I feel like this is a hard one to swallow because sometimes you wanna buy things just because you like them. I'll give you an example. I love a tall dramatic shoe, but I am very infrequently in situations where it's appropriate to wear tall dramatic shoes. By the same token, if you are someone who works out every day, maybe it is more worthwhile, you will end up with a better cost per wear if you're taking those same concepts of colors and necklines and things that you gravitate towards when you apply it to your athletic wear. Be honest with yourself. What are you actually doing day to day? What are you actually doing week to week? And what do you want to invest in so that you feel the best doing those more regular activities? Once you've done the clean out, once you've found your signature style and you're comfortable buying what you love, the obvious tip is to think about clothing swaps with friends. This can be tricky depending on your age and your location, but I like to think about this in the context of a bit of a college throwback. When you're living in close proximity to your friends, it's great to get in the habit of just borrowing items. I love that skirt. Can I wear it next game day? I like that cocktail dress you wore. Can I wear it next weekend? When you feel influenced in some way by your friends to try a certain piece or try a new store that they are telling you what a great experience they had, Get into the habit of asking to borrow things and encouraging your friends to borrow from you. You can take this one step further by even offering to buy certain things from your friends after they wear them. Maybe your friend had a really great, cool Halloween costume. She's probably not going to wear it again. Buy it from her and wear it next year. 
I recently saw a girl on Instagram stories selling bachelorette outfits and just saying, you know, I'm a size whatever it was. If anyone like my four or five outfits that I wore in my bachelorette, send me a DM. And I thought that was a really great idea because it's kind of localizing the secondhand buying process by the same token I shared earlier of buying off your friends, borrowing from your friends. If it's a really special piece and they're probably just going to have it in their closet hanging up, why not be the one to speak up and offer to buy it off of them and really start this process and this culture of hyper-local secondhand shopping amongst yourself, amongst your circles. The very last tip I have for us today is to take care of things. It sounds pretty straightforward, but loved clothes last. Air dry your clothes, dry clean when it's appropriate, hang things up as opposed to leaving them in a little pile by your bed at the end of the night. Really think consciously about what you're doing to take care of your clothes, washing things on cold, even the types of laundry detergent you use. There's so much great information online for the most appropriate ways to take care of certain kinds of items. We all know if we take care of our clothes, they will last all that much longer. And if we are investing in our clothes, investing in our closets, we want to make sure they last as long as possible. Like I said at the top of all of these tips and this whole conversation, this is a really challenging process to do a conscious clean out of your closet because it is not just about what you're wearing today or what you're wearing this season. It's something you really have to stay in tune with. How does your style change over time? What do you actually value? How do your activities change over time? And just how do you want to spend your money? Once you get into a groove, it's a lot easier to maintain, but I am really looking forward to hearing how it starts off for you. That's all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Eco Chic. All of my links, as always, are in the show notes. I look forward to hearing what you thought of the episode, how you start implementing these tips, and I will talk to you very soon. Have a good one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.